to episode 117 of Tactical Crouch. Kick Tripod here with Yiska and Volamel. Back to a normal show. No surprise guests popping in last minute. <laughs> Making me have to go through digging through all the all the old stuff. That's why I hold on to those, by the way. That's why you hold on to all the old assets because you never know when a guest is going to come on and you're going to need it. Very true. And also make sure to name them. It's Don't true. just name them like Ooh. New window, be like preach, preach, Christ <laughs> like Christopher uh, four cam large scene. Keep them consistent. You don't, you don't, you don't know how much I, I'd love for that to just be screamed to the heavens right now. I that's you're we're on the same brain wavelength, John. Just <laughs> I for, agree. For you once. know what happens to me? Okay, I'm 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 kind of revealing myself to be a. a a file hoarder, but like when you sent me the assets for Tactical Crouch, I put them on my desktop and then I forgot about them. And then you're like, Oh, I'm not going to make it to the show. And I'm like, Ah, got that stuff all set up. And then I look, and of course, the files aren't where they are because they are in my trash from March 2019 folder. <laughs> That is in my trash from <laughs> from April 2020 folder, and oh, then I have to start hunting for the for the file names, and I better yep. remember what they're called. Otherwise, I'm looking for a long time. <laughs> Jeez, you've uh, you've over organized your trash. Yeah, imagine organizing your trash by like months. Just throw it in the trash. Sure. Yeah. You don't know what what uh, thumbnails do to your to to your data files. It's it's insane, especially if you got to do it for other people as well. And there's like twenty oh, thumbnails I know. and pictures every yeah. every day, and it's like, mm -hmm. ah, where do you leave them? And it's like, even the order of operation doesn't always work because people like if you take date modifieds, then some people just download it from OverwatchLeak.com and and ha never have like modified the thing so it's like 2017 pictures yes. and it's just like come on man i'm it's just like trying to find this picture yeah. bro like, yep oh it's so terrible yep. it's oh rough. man the woes let's just go back to before yeah. computers true you want to you want to organize something here's a piece of paper put yeah. it put it in your two glued together pieces of paper called a folder and put those mm glued together pieces of paper, the folder into six glued together pieces of paper, that thicker pieces of paper called a box. And then hope that you live in a time where uh, they had the fire resistance boxes so that your things could potentially hopefully stay safe. And man, we've come a long way. Mm. We've come a long way, haven't we? true oh That's man true. well anyways welcome to 117 we're gonna do something uh, as promised on this show we have and many of you have brought this up we've neglected the asia region over the past couple of weeks not intentionally just 
that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. And so we're going to go back and visit or visit it today. Uh, talk about some of the Asia results and just kind of the overall state of the Asia region today. On Wednesday, we're going to have a special guest on the show. Reinforce is coming on the show on Wednesday. And that's going to be a ton of fun. And then we're going to hang out in Discord this weekend and watch games. So, yeah. Cool. Um, Other than that, let's uh, get into it all. Big thank you to our patron producers. Most of you, anyway. Here we go. <sighs> Battlecry Pin, Lotion, Charlie L, Audio Compass, Porkchot, Sammy, Kasha67, Kushi Kopi, Shara Picasso, Nathan, Your Misery, Hunter Tain, Refine Bean, Rex Zane, Roger B, Fabled Steven, Owen, Chris R3444, Yiska uh, is holding me hostage, please send help. I'm under Yiska's dance, please send help. Yiska says, Fishers, Fritch, Fished, Frish of Frish. Uh, that was close. Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. I got an applause. I got Solid applause 8 out of 10. Okay, 8 good. out of 10. I'll take it. Jeez. Uh, well done. Well they're done. learning. They're listening. Keep continue, continue my on, children. By the way, continue up? my children. And I made sure I saw this, but I didn't practice it. I didn't practice mm. that one. I asked Yiska about the pronunciation of one of the words, and I think that was it. Yep. Um, yep, yep. And yeah. it's hard. This is a for those that don't know. This is a German tongue twister. Um, that would be very hard for me to pronounce, even if it wasn't at the end of a... Will you try it? Try- oh, Jesus Christ. Fischer's Fritze fischt frische Fische. Fische, frische See, Fische. I, can't, I don't even know if that's Fritz. right. <laughs> you just I got it wrong twice me. if you want to ask. Fische, 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 Fische. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, uh, thank you all again to our patron producers. If you like the show, want to support... Go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. All those names we just read are patron producers, people who have supported the show so incredibly uh, with their finances that we thank them every show, but we Mm. really do appreciate every single person who listens, watches, whatever, donates, subscribes, those Twitch Prime subs, uh, patron producers, we love you all. Um, So thanks, keep it up. And uh, Joe, Joe, you're... Your camera has become increasingly haunted over the past like yeah. two months. It's getting a little spooky. Every time I will like shift, I'm a shifter. My posture's bad. I mean, so, look at the curtain. Oh, what's going on at the curtain there? I just have my window open because it is hot. It's a ghost. It's the Chengdu ghost. Bob's going to get you with stuff bad dives. There you um, go. Let's, <laughs> let's, I want to, here's what I want to do. And this is the wrong month, I already know. Uh, so I want to go through and I want to talk about the boom. And then we need to hide this. There we go. Let's talk about the summer showdown from the Asia bracket side because we didn't mm. get to discuss that. Um. <laughs> We'll probably we'll do kind of what we did before. We'll start with the quarterfinals, go to the semifinals, and then go to the finals. Mm-hmm. Then we've just got some broader topics we want to discuss um, after that. So, um, yeah, I, is there really anything? So, uh, Seoul Dynasty defeat London three to one. About yep. about as expected as I think any of these matches were. Um, Guangzhou defeats Chengdu three zero. 
Yeah. Joe, can we just Joe Chengdu have only won two of their last 14 matches. Did you know that? Yep. Did. Now six they're looking of, for a new coach. Six of them have been 0-3 sweeps or 3-0 sweeps. They've been swept six of their yep. last 14 games. Yep. Just any, any thoughts on Chengdu? They also defeat no, I, Shanghai in week two, 3-0. <laughs> I mean, again, week two, we're on like week like, I don't know, 20-something. It's his team's just, I think, I think we've given up at this point. How about that leaf, though? I, th- I do think that, like, if. See, that's the thing is, it's they're such a mess. You don't know exactly what to what to think. Is he doing that poorly? Is it the pieces around him? Is it him? Is it the coaching? Is it the direction? I don't know. I don't know. Individually, it doesn't look like he's performing that bad. If anything, you know. They've individually kind of stepped up a little bit or some of the members. I, I won't speak for all of them, but I've noticed Bacon Jack a lot more kind of coming into his own on the hits can roll. Leave again, doesn't look terrible. Not the person that we were promised, but what, what can you expect after somebody who's kind of taken such a long hiatus? Um, yeah, it's there. I think they've checked out for 2020 and we'll have to reconvene with the hunters in 2021 because yeah it's, what happened i that's the thing it's hard to it's hard to tell it's hard to tell if it really is the coaching staff it's hard to tell if it's the pieces it's hard to tell if they really didn't adapt to hero pools and it's just a snowball down the hill i where do you start there's no there's no good starting point to this i don't where think would they leaves, be with ray i don't i genuinely don't know that's the thing I genuinely couldn't tell. I think they'd be better off. But. I think they'd be better than London, maybe. Hey, sad. Hey, where where the people at that told me like I was stupid for saying Chengdu was the worst team in the Asian region and Shanghai was by far the best. And I got massively downvoted and like called a moron for that clearly not being the case when I told them that Chengdu was the worst strategical team in the Overwatch League. Where, 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 where are you at now? Where are you at now? Yes, oh, you know that, that. You know people mostly called you out because you're being such a bummer. You're being big, big well, bum bum. You gotta hear it boy. now. You're being big, you big bum bum. You gotta hear it now. Um, and here's the thing: they got mighty lucky in that w- uh, victory, anyway, uh, against Shanghai back in the day. Like, I still remain like I I appreciate that it is very intransparent to see the regular level of Shanghai when you don't have access to scrims or like people to talk to about it. Mm. But that was always the case. There was always like that level of confusion going in on that team. And the fact that that they had better results at the start is merely down to other teams also playing yeah. like Garbo yeah. most of the time, right? Yeah. Um, I think like to a degree, the the idea of if everyone's just off meta picking or like the metas change regularly, then the hunter style of playing off meta is not as strong applies i also think they are not good at finding their own um identity anymore in these matters 
which is probably down to Ray uh, missing from this team. But they're also their individual pieces is just, I don't know, like, yeah, they have some good guys uh, on there still. And yep. I still think that this team should probably be much better than their, um, than their, like, uh, results suggest based on pound for pound comparisons. Then mm. again, and we can't underestimate that they are in the strongest region quite clearly. I think like if they Would you say right now or just in general, they like they the problem is their their weakest opponent is London Spitfire, correct? Yeah. Yeah. London Spitfire would probably still have reliably beaten, let's say, at least at bottom four in NA. And you they, they weren't able to farm any easy wins. Which sure. co probably significantly contributed to their current season score. Mm. Um I think they wouldn't They'd probably be around Houston level, I would think. London? Yeah, I would say so. I, uh, that, I get that feeling. Hunters possibly as well. Um, I don't know. I mean, especially like, it depends on when, when they get their yes. matches. Yeah. But like, for instance, if they had more matches in the NA region early in the season, when everyone was still like, yeah, I think they, they'd probably sneak in some, some extra wins for sure. Yeah. But like yeah. right now, does like in in the previous metagame, I know we have a new hero pool, but we're still kind of reviewing the the summer showdown here. Um, if you were to take the the Chengdu Hunters and put them against the Washington Justice, who wins? Um, I think it's the Justice every day of the week. Yeah, I don't think it's close. now. Now that's the case. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not sure. But that's just we... that meta. If we if we generalize it, what does that look like? I don't know. I think they're probably bottom five team globally. Yeah. 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 I think that's fair. Cause they, they don't, they don't spike. And when we have kind of like given them an out and saying, Oh, maybe you can play this double shield. Nope. Can't do that either. Somehow a, a 10 comes in. Somehow they still don't. I don't know. It's just a different team. It's completely different. It, I, I think I think the easy the easy way out is saying like oh they haven't found their identity and I do think that has a lot of like merit to it but it just feels so bleh. It like doesn't it doesn't feel like a good explanation of what's really going on. I think it's probably a, a multi-layered Swiss Swiss cheese of a team. I think morale's probably out the window. I think like the weird rosters that they put in probably have to do a lot with that. Where like they're getting beat up on social media from my understanding um yeah I, I don't know this team probably is going to be blown up um and if yeah i i don't know that you can save this team right now like at, at first glance you're like oh maybe like a korean injection might work but it's not always the case what do you um, keep who do you keep probably jinmu leave i don't hate elsa this man said just said leave again oh Okay, keep going. But that's the thing is like it depends I guess it depends on like what you want the team to be in the future. Like do you want this team to be continue to be a Chinese team? Yeah, that makes sense. Or do you yeah. want it to be something different? Like Leave has that like has like the personality almost around him. Not not to say that he like I I won't comment on knowing him personally or like knowing his personality, but it's no, the Leaf. idea of like a big name. Leave is a big name. Leave's like somebody that people can latch on to. He's not a bad player. 
It's not fantastic. He's not blowing your socks off. But I don't know if that's because of him or the team or the coaching or hero pools. I don't know. It's tough to say. Um, has been underwhelming for the most part, like season-wide. He's grown a little bit, but underwhelming. Uh, Jinmu, Elsa, I I like Molly. I like Ivetel, but what else do you do with this team unless you're like shelling out big bucks and you want to keep this team? You can make a fully Chinese team and it would be good, but you have to spend money. You have to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like you want to get Gusha? Yeah. Pay up. You're paying. You're paying. You're paying a you lot. Want to get Eileen? You're, you're paying. paying. You're paying a lot. Yeah. You want to get so, shy? Yeah. Have paying. fun. You're paying. And again, yeah. like that team is good. That yeah. you can you can build a good fully Chinese team. I have questions around the coaching staff, but you could do it. It's just hard. So, do you think then? Because this and, and again, you you both know that when it comes to like the Asia region post contenders season two. China, basically, mm. I'm basically ignorant, right? So, um, is this one of those things though, where because what what I just heard from you, Joe, is that there's a lot of players on the roster you like, or that like you think half. are fine. That that yeah. which, to be fair, it's a big roster. Yeah. Is it is it twelve? Eleven. Mm. Looks like it's eleven. 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 Yeah. yeah. So Eleven with a lot of dead weight. Really close. So about half though means that you like five to six of them, yeah. Um, which is enough for like a core squad. Do you mm-hmm. think that this team would benefit more from getting a really great coaching staff instead of? And I'm not saying it's not. I'm just trying to understand more. Benefit more from like a coaching style change versus a uh, let's bring in new, fresh outside player talent change. That's that's a tough question because on its face, you'd want to. I, I think you'd want that. You'd want to kind of come in and say, "Okay, we're going to add a lot of structure to this, or we're just going to completely like, what do you guys want to do? Let's figure out a way to do it and kind of try to salvage the last bit of the season." I think in the long run, though, it's tough. It's really, really hard because. I think there is a question when it comes to main tank. I kind of hoped a ting was going to come in. He looked okay in contenders, but it's one of those cases where you look okay in contenders, you come to all, then what you don't, you don't really perform all that well. That's that kind of feeling. They haven't really played him. I mean, they've played him, but it's not consistent. And that's the thing that, that feels missing with this roster where like you start at the season they seem to be like up to their old tricks. They're pulling people down. They're they're playing their style. They're doing all this crazy stuff that nobody else is doing. It's catching people off and it's working. Somehow they've gotten away from that. I don't know why, but they've gotten away from it. They're playing this this old tired style and it just doesn't work. The pieces that they have don't work for it. This roster was not built to do that. And if that's what you want to do, you have to rebuild the roster first. If you bring in a coach that has similar ideals and can see that within this roster, you can continue to go back to the same old chi- like Chengdu style and play very comfortable picks and play just like cheesy comps in a way to try and just sneak in some extra wins to like not make the season so painful. But I I don't see a world where like at the end of this at the end of 2020 this roster like looks the same again. I think there's going to be a lot of changes. There has to be. 
Um, and I think it's tough. It, it's, it's, it's a question of like long-term versus short-term. Do I, do I want to fix the team right now? Or do I want to like give somebody the reins for 2021? And I think I want to give the reins to 2021. I think the season you're going to spend a lot of money for like, you're going to, you're basically trying to replicate like, um, in a, in a lesser degree, Shanghai season one, like you're off to a really bad start. So here's like a shot in the arm. Hope it does you some well. Look how that turned out. Didn't, didn't work. Obviously not like the best players ever, but I don't think that that's going to work with the hunters either. I don't think that's, that's going to fit. I will say I wouldn't be surprised if they imported like a, a Korean main tank. That's like somewhat promising. But. Yeah, I, I probably would go coach long, long answer, probably coaching stuff. Jack Pung time. Not a terrible shout. Not a terrible shout. I don't think too many people are. Eyeing him, even though I think they should. Um, I don't think he got like a fair shake in the Overwatch League. I think people are like very like left bittered, kind of just that like that sour taste in your mouth by like, oh well, he sucked an owl. So then you look at his contenders resume, and you're like, oh well, if you put him on a you know a team that's going to succeed or you know built to succeed, that's what you get. So I, I think he is talented. I think Yakpung wouldn't be a terrible shout, but is he going to work in a multilingual roster again? I don't know. That's that's the weird fit. Like you have to rebuild the whole thing from that idea up. If you're going to go mixed. Does every player buy into the mixed roster, even yeah. if they say they do, do they really? It's that's that's not a question you can very easily answer. So it's like, do they stay Chinese? Do they kind of go mixed? There's not a, a ton of Chinese talent coming up in, in tier two. There's some, but. How do you how do you make that work? I think. I think you have to have a coach that has like a specific like idea in mind and it has to be rebuilt around that idea because Ray built this team with an idea and it's different now. Cool. Let's uh, let uh, let's let's circle back to um, the 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 showdown. And okay. let's let's go to the semifinals here. So the Shanghai Dragons 3-0 Seoul. So we didn't get the rematch of the grand finals that we were looking for from last uh from last month but uh <clears throat> guangzhou does sweep nyxl here and that is kind of can can we can yeah. we talk about the spark beforehand because we kind of skipped over nyxl spark right oh um, is there something there I think you talk about Dude, how disappointing they are. Yeah, what what is going on, man? Like they looked so good, especially like in Genji metas initially. Like what what happened? Like Architect should theoretically fill that gap very well. Now, of course, you got to consider this wasn't a dive meta, but that shouldn't really matter that much, should it? Like it's a. I mean, you could talk about them not having a good Sigma, possibly. Um. Like, mm. but the rest is like it shouldn't be a three all to a fairly. Maybe it's also a brick problem. Um, could be, could be of not being able to control, um, aggressive Genjis. But oh, come on, man, this this should have been a great match. I have a them. I have a theory. 
that you've kind of like you know sewed in my head now that this is this feels like a giant cluster of a team and what i mean by that is i think morale in this team is at like an all-time low and they're like okay but let's just i don't know couldn't tell you but uh, when you Joel's have waxing again yeah we're, we're reading the tea leaves how lazy i think I don't think they're lazy. <laughs> I think they're trying to figure out like what they're supposed to do in this COVID hero pools world. When you look at their main melee performance, the big takeaway that I had is that they lacked inaction. They lacked action. So they were completely inactive on every map. They didn't do anything. If, if we're going to call anything lazy, their play in that in the main melee was lazy. They didn't do anything. They just kind of kind of walked up, got poked and then just stopped. They didn't do anything. This performance, however, is completely opposite. They took the lesson and then like went too far with it. Now they were just like inting, like they were going in. So I wonder if you're onto something with the brig where they're trying to invest brig more into like winning tank duels than trying to deal with the Genji. Because if you can just like steamroll the front line, you can deal with the Genji later. I think there might be something there to that. I again, it's been a little bit since I've like want like walked back and like looked at their looked at their vods, but. They, they, they seem to lack guidance. They don't know where or what they should be doing. So they're just trying like, okay, we're all going to go in as six, just death ball into somebody, or we're just going to play super passive there. I think it's an identity crisis. If anything, like morale's low, they don't know what to do. Let's just try something. Look, look, Spock stuff, like the, 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 the statement that they had an all time low and Joe, like being super, you know, like. Once again, interpreting like people's mentals from afar. I'm just like, I'm going to sanitize myself of these. Yep. Of these. Uh, okay. And that's all, Joe. Please mm. be very mad at him on Twitter so we can interview you next time around. Thank you. Yep. I, I mean, what, what else do you what else do you say to that, though? Like. You don't go from doing nothing in May Melee to doing everything in, in Summer Showdown and there not be like some sort of like weird. It, it's not right. Something isn't right with this team because they should do well. Look at this roster. This, this roster should be good. They're not. They're bad. Bad team. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Better Wait, than this. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, they almost Much lost better. to Chengdu. Um, how long ago was that? I guess that was a while ago, eh? Yeah. Shouldn't this team look more structured, technically, with Chengdu coming in? Should. Well, well, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, okay. To to his defense, like he could be walking into like a mess, right? Like you can only do so much when you walk into a mess. Yeah, and why it's fair. a mess, I don't know. When when he arrived, they also won uh, against Excelsior and played um, Guangzhou think, close, and yeah, that was what gave a lot of people an hope. Echo meta, but uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is this? Do you think that um, Hangzhou right now are the most underperforming team in Overwatch League? Um, maybe, maybe. that or Dallas, right? You oh, think? Dallas is interesting. I think Dallas enough. is underperforming. Did you have like? I mean, 
I definitely had expectations, but when you look at like just like bare bones standings, Spark, if memory serves, finished like fourth last season, and now they're barely cracking like mid pack. Oh yeah, shout, Glad's definitely Glad's is, getting Glad's get, the right answer. Yeah, get, getting Glad's vibes for sure. But yeah. it's tough. Though, I think it's probably still, between Glad's those two. Are still ninth, like they're still in the top ten. Sure. Like how much more can you? Yeah. I think I think they're going to be on the downswing though. I don't think this is. I agree. I I I think right now they are underperforming, but like in the yeah. in the snapshot moment. But like if you zoom out to like let's say yeah, the, I agree. The that. standings ended today. Which team underperformed the most? I think mm. that's that's a tough sell for me on Glads. I think it's probably Spark. If if we're going to do everything, I think they've looked the worst since last season. The thing is, the Spark can can farm theoretically Chengdu in London, even though they kind of. I don't know that they London. farm London. Yeah, I'm not sure if that happens. But if I'm looking at the Glads next five, in their current state, Vancouver is probably the most beatable team of those, and then maybe Dallas at the end. But Dallas even those are card. just as big question marks. Like, and the rest is probably unbeatable. Uh, if they continue, like, keep in mind, they just lost to Justice. Um, yep. There's not much below, even though we, we maybe have to reevaluate where the Justice are at the moment, but... I don't think so. I think, I think that, that's Defiant, and I think Justice, yeah, I think Glads, sure. I think all should have, like, a lack in confidence, like, if, if just, like, purely analytically, but... This is like a big meta shift. Is does that meta go away? If so, I think you have to like lessen the blow of the summer showdown, right? If if Genji goes away, I don't think that the justice just miraculously have gotten better. I think they have improved, but I think a lot of the big upsets we saw was very meta reliant. So once that meta goes away, normalization should kind of return to an extent right um barring any kind of you know lack of confidence you know mental issues or or upsides right it maybe the justice got a bunch of you know got a got a, a catch of wind in their sails off of the summer showdown beating the glads and you know playing with more confidence and maybe look a little bit better possibly maybe the glads look a little worse because they underperformed possibly it's it's tough to say, but I will say that, like, I think the summer showdown is very contextual to what was played. And if that goes away, I think the results are very different. Yeah. And keep in mind that is true for basically every power ranking, I feel like there's yep. definitely a solid swing uh, due to these metas. I think that same is true for the eventual outcome of that bracket. I think in the majority of. Um, metas, Shanghai should still be the best in this region. Yeah. I think they're, they're still consistently like the best team. I think they definitely underperform versus the charge, but I think that might be more of the charge overperforming. And that's not to say that the charge are a bad team because I think they're very clearly the second best team in Asia. Um, it, it's kind of analogous to, you know, NA where it's like, I think the shock are still the best team. They didn't win. I think over the course of the season, though, 
easily the best team. So, Paris and and Philly looking good, but I I, I put my money on those the results shot. a little longer, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, and that's the one thing. If if uh, if these tournament structures, while they give us, I think, like the immediate highs of like tournaments every month, and you kind of have this like constant like stakes going on. There's something about mm-hmm. just these elongated you know, periods of time where they're just like matches. Like you do, when you do get the right mass matches played at the right frequency between the right teams, you do get a little bit more of a clearer picture of where they just kind of like vanilla rank. Right. And, um, you know, so bring, bring back 40, 40 game seasons worth nothing, please. Just kidding. It's a joke. Audio listeners. I'm looking right at the camera right now and, and shaking my head. No, don't worry. We're not calling for that at all. He's uh, lying. He never did that. I did that. <laughs> Go check the tape. He actually crossed his fingers to say what that his com- like confession to be lying was a lie. Can't wait for reinforced to be here. <laughs> Can't wait. All right, let's talk about Guangzhou versus NYXL, mm. and uh, this was I don't know for me this was. Pretty surprising. Um, and we talked about this on the show, even right where <clears throat> I, I like, I go, I have a huge blind spot in my in my life for Guangzhou <clears throat> for so many reasons, and I honestly wasn't surprised that Guangzhou won. <clears throat> um, that was kind of like okay, that makes sense. I was surprised that it was a three zero, just that's fair. A week, two weeks after uh, they lost. To NYXL, right? Three one. I mean, a lot can change. I, I, but I mean, I, I think understand, they played the right? week like, before and beat them. So, so it's, I don't know. It. I will agree that I think I have blind the spots. Three zero okay, is thanks. surprising. No, I, I agree that like the 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 convincingness of this match was surprising. I expected New York to at least like take something close. Um seemed pretty decisive from my memory um yeah i think even like the match previous i think people were like oh well i don't know like new york took them close and i think that was more of like charge messing up on anubis and then throwing gibraltar i misremember by the way they didn't beat charge a couple weeks ago it is what it is like i don't know i think if you like rewatch the week previous when they played charge should have won that a lot closer and i think like voting opposite was would be surprising i don't know i am still like not big on new york right now they seem to be kind of all over the place i like the style i like the creativity that they're showing just like personally but in terms of like a vote of confidence i don't know man i think that they're very gatekeepery they're gonna beat the teams they should and then i don't know it's a dice roll and if they beat like equal teams or higher Mm. tough to say so not not the new york of old was that just it i mean so what about like what about hacksaw being there i thought we we had a genji meta or not like we we had we had something where hacksaw should on his own be be a great addition to uh to the roster in in this time Mm. of need and that did not happen at all. 
And there was, was, wasn't there even points where they were, I mean, they were like mirror matching, right? So like, it was, it wasn't mm-hmm. like, like Hacksaw was, mm, I don't want to say that. I'm, I'm too dumb to say that. The, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to I say? I doubt it's Hacksaw. I agree. I don't think it's Hacksaw. I think it's, again, this is a roster that was built and has played a very specific way and was built for a very like normal meta. Like if, if you give them a normal meta, I think that they return to being like a contender, very consistent, good team. I think just characteristically of this roster, they don't have a ton of just like bounce potential. So like they're not, they're not mobile in that way where they can kind of just like sub in people out and Hawksall kind of showed a little bit of that flexibility with him on Brig, which I thought was kind of interesting. Turns out not to be the best, you know, position for him because of how dominant Genji is. Definitely a, a good comfort pick to put him on. Um, it, it does feel it, it's it's a bigger picture thing. I don't I don't know what it is. I'd have to actually like fine tooth it, but. It's it's New York as a whole. I don't think it's like just totally. an individual. Sorry, I don't I think you're gonna I slap it in to, to slap it in onto. No, but, no, no, no. I'm not. It's not you. The, I think it's a lot of people. Right. Will so, just assume as much. And we we did even talk about it on the show. I think it was Hacksaw. They came on. When did Hacksaw join? Was that when they three would the dynasty? In June. Possibly. Was that was that Hacksaw's first match? Like he came in, and I remember us on the show. Um, we were like super like, holy cow, NYXL look like, look immediately looks better with Hacksaw in it. And I remember having that conversation with you guys on the show and then, um, it feels like they just yeah. kind of went right back to. Yeah. Being... Looks like one of the early ones was soul. Um, and yeah, I agree. Like. Is it meta contextual? It seems like they should do well in this meta, but I don't know. It's very bizarre. It's again, a team that looks good on paper. I think Hawksell does bring a lot to this roster. It could have been a lack of understanding on what to do with Genji. It could have been a lack of understanding on like what or where to put the resources. I still question Onimo. That could be a big hole. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lack of a strong brig definitely is going to hurt them. Yeah. Weirdly enough, wonder if Jonak could be playing the brig instead. As, as gross as that sounds, seems like a pretty important pick in the last meta, so that's why you saw Hawks all on it, but you don't have another Genji player unless you want to put a Who Are You in, and doesn't seem like that's the case. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's very weird. A lot of weird teams, a lot of, I think a lot of scrambling rosters to try and figure out what to do with how quickly they have to move from meta to meta. And I hate to just hand wave and go, oh, well, it's, it's, it's hero pools. I think we're starting to see like the knock on effects of like how quickly teams are being asked to like rotate and say like, OK, do you have this? Do you have that? Do you have a passive energy? Do you have an aggressive energy? I'm not saying that last meta was a passive energy. I'm just using it as an example. Do you have a brig player? Do you have a brig player and a flex player? Do you have like it's it's asking everything at once? These teams weren't built for everything at once. Okay, I'll present a hypothetical, Joe. Okay. Who are you, Genji? 
Okay. Huxlaw Brig. Should work. On paper, should work. I don't know why that isn't an option, but it doesn't seem like an option. Because if it was, we don't know if, if that thing will actually be meta after the ammo pack changes, right? Like, yeah, 100%. Like, again, that's why I th- I'm harping on, like, contextualizing this in a vacuum, because I think it's going to completely go away. We'll get maybe to that later or on Wednesday. And results should kind of resume as expected. I th- or, or just be another completely, you know, maybe you get a big meta peak team. Maybe you get a downswing on certain teams you wouldn't expect. Everything kind of has to be contextualized unless you're just like winning everything or losing everything or like performing well in most cases, like the shock, like Paris to a degree, like Shanghai, teams like that. So it's New York's New York's one of those teams that's swinging a miss sometimes. Well, let's let's uh, let's talk more about Guangzhou then instead. And let's talk about let's just go to the grand finals. Guangzhou versus Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Um, this was one where, um, you know, again, it's, it's been pretty consistently, uh, Shanghai head and shoulders above everybody else, but not on this weekend. Right. Nope. And, uh, Guang- Guangzhou won four to two. Mm. What I think yeah. mix, this is one of those ones where it, there's not like a, it's not oh they didn't put in lip guys like that's not like that's at this point that's like superstitious like well they win when you put lip in maybe he does something to this roster possibly hard to tell right i would assume as much because he does have a pretty positive track record when he's in the team right i don't think shanghai played particularly well i think charge played very well i think charge had a very good meta on their hands i think eileen really showed up I think Eileen's been on the rise for a few weeks now. I think in a weird way, this is contextual. I don't, again, that's not to say that the Charger bad, but the Shanghai are just better than them in every single meta. I think this is like a, this was like one of the better metas for the charge to do well. They seem to be peaking. They seem to be, you know, it, it seems to work. The style of play that the meta asks of them seems to be up their alley. It works. Shanghai had some questions around fearless. Roster, again, seems to be on this, like, weird rotation. Don't get it. Moon seems to have a... Some sort of weird flow chart. I don't know. I don't get it, but... Yeah, I don't know. One of the big... One of the reaches, like, I had to do, like, some, some yoga poses to figure out, like, a way to see if the Shanghai were going to lose in the summer shutdown, and I... You have to wonder, like, do they throw too many games? Throw, in quotations by throwing in some of these more bizarre rosters. I don't know. Don't worry about it. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Shanghai, Shanghai, it it seems to work for them. I wonder if it continues, but yeah, I don't know. Charge, good team, second best in Asia, good meta. I don't think that takes away much from, from Shanghai, though. I think Shanghai will continue to do well. I think next meta, they'll again be the top team or at least should be um yeah probably how, still the best team in asia how many matches or like end of end of bracket matches does shanghai need to lose before you start to lose faith in them i think by next i think if like next month 
if they like drop if they drop a game and then don't win the the countdown cup cup i think it's uh what next month is yeah the countdown cup they don't win and drop like a regular like qualifying game i think then it's time to like move them down and like okay now you're second and somebody else is first unless it's like a team like the spark like if the spark just shoot up and like beat them in the regular season and then beat them in the tournament what do you even do at that point like you've got to like reach for a bunch of just stuff that you kind of there's no good answer there because it's like you could give it to the charge depending on how the charge play you could give it to the spark i wouldn't but i think you probably could and then you could still give it to shanghai over the course of the season probably still the best team probably not placing two below whoever upsets them in the countdown comp if that's even a thing um so yeah it's there there would have to be like a big drop off like they're gonna have to lose some like very winnable games like they get like beaten by Chengdu. then it's like okay what's going on here like something's something's wrong they have to get upset i think is is the way that they move down which probably won't happen i think that's fair yes do you feel about the same yeah um it's weird there's also theoretically they have a bunch of uh, bench players that they have not sourced yet right and Ooh, which team and excel okay sorry what was that not uh, sorry i had a second screen yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, were, we, we were asking about <laughs> charger dragons which do have bench uh, players we you could be referring charge to versus okay. dragons we were talking about uh shanghai was shanghai not closing out this one joe had said yeah. he feels very strongly that this doesn't really affect shanghai's position overall and i basically asked him mm -hmm. what would it take to <sighs> affect shanghai's oh, yeah. position as being kind of above by quite a bit yeah. these other teams right now mm. um well continued uh like a performance and i don't think we will we will see that no. um it's like you don't topple that's why we never really thought of Sh uh, shock not winning the final as a sort of statement mm. of non-dominance like getting far is still like th this game we we have not had a team that just wins every single final in this esport right no. like even at the height of their dominance shock was still beaten in the finals by yeah. by a, a curveball throwing shanghai dragons yep. so in the context of that dominance is just different in overwatch especially under hero pools where it's so much harder to stay consistent yep. so i don't think unless that's that's the one way where it's how it's possible to topple shanghai other than them dropping off a cliff which i don't think will happen the big thing would be for the charge to stay consistently this good mm. uh, across many metas and i will also say i'm surprised that Ch uh, charges uh peak performance came with the worst in the meta that it did i like if you had yeah. asked me let's say two months ago or have had told me um okay so the charge are going to win a stage final i'm like oh yeah so yeah. neptuno and nero are back and for eileen to step up by the way baller name the spear of summer 
I don't care if you guys think it's cringy. I think it's dope as hell. Um, and um, for also Chara to develop into the break mm. that he is, yeah, look good. was pretty unforeseeable. And um, as such, like the team are like this is just also happy coming coming uh, hotter. Like we we pretty much thought of him as a widow one trick coming into the season, mm. right? And like, yeah, he has he has shown some variety in that. So if the charge actually f- like have found a way to groove through this and also then to incorporate maybe their uh, Western players into mm. that roster to stay consistent through a multitude of these meta positions, and if Krong can stay as nuts as he is, because for my money, he's still the, the most effective and best aggressive Sigma there is in the league, then, yeah, this, this team, and let's be honest, for some weird reason, the random number generator will never pick Sigma. <laughs> like, no. it's, it's hilarious how, how often he dodged it. In general, these picks were like, so low probability picks were chosen, right? It's weird. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, I think that is the one storyline where I could see. Okay, maybe. Hopefully, this also uh, develops into a, away from a monotheistic scene, mm. um, and actually develops like two god teams now. Because mm. in many ways, it was Shanghai, then everyone else, then London and Chengdu. Now it seems more like. They layered the cake. It's a little closer. Yeah. Um, and if anyone's wondering in the layered cake, um, I would say Chengdu is the garlic. Yes. Very much so. Yeah. Very much the garlic in the cake. <laughs> Shouldn't be there. Like the jalapeno uh, Pringles as well. True. Very, very, very apt. Well done. <laughs> Who is the, uh, the strange garlicky butter cream frosting? Emphasis on the butter. The buttercream frosting? Yeah, garlic buttercream cheesecake frosting. <laughs> Gotta be the NYXL, right? Like, because frosting so. is not bad. No. But, like, there's something strange about them. We like, mm-hmm. why would you do weird, that to frosting, weird dude? Pungent taste. Like, as, why, would uh, you, why would you ever do that to frosting? Frosting is like the thing where, as a kid, just, just go, go to grandma. Can I have the pot with the frosting? And you just go, hmm. Imagine if your grandma put garlic in there. Yep. Imagine Can I if your a spoon <laughs> and it's just Im- coated in garlic cloves. Imagine if your grandma de- uh, delivered a team as badly performing as the NOXL with the ingredients she had. You'd be mm. mad at her. So maybe it's the spark though in that same way because it's like you expect like a good team. You're like, mm, yay, sweet frosting, got a, you know, kind of buttercreamy. You know, it's it's you you expect something and then you get garlic and stuff completely like Ugh, what is this like i don't want that why is there habanero pringles in my my cake I, why I, is it i also think this the is russian very, flag this is very apt because i don't think that we uh overwatch league it was a cake to begin with it's like the new thing right now right where it's like oh actually oh, it's yeah, cake yeah. It's like, yep. this, this is, is a, look at my new league? laptop it's a cake actually ha the one That's with the like cake, the dog little... like kind of creeps me out. There's I've one with like a bulldog, ones, man. And oh, then yeah. like cut it, and it's a cake, and I'm like, 
I don't like that. It's I've unsettling. Seen, I think I saw one where uh, it was like a hand, and they just mm-hmm. like cut mm-hmm. the yeah. finger. I haven't seen that one for sure. Um, man, there's some weird ones out there. Get me I don't, out, I don't get hate me out the trend, of 2020. That was my, that was my, like, that, that's enough of 2020 I, I, moment. I, I can't yeah. wait until Sunday when this meme's already dead. Yeah. Like St. Louis style food. The fact that we're talking about it and know about it means that it probably already is dead. It is already dead. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. already gone. So After us, it's just the Facebook posts and then <laughs> it's all gone. Facebook posts, yeah. then Facebook video, then gone. Oh, like the Facebook stories or whatever. Well, like, have you seen like Facebook thing? has like a, a whole video section now? Like they've got like their own little YouTube, oh. but it's all just like. Is it better than Twitch player? I mean, the, the, better play, than Twitter the, player. the player works True. great. It's not mm, a, a representative of the, of the player itself, but the content on it is so old. It's mainly mm-hmm. like old America's got talent and X factor clips. Kind of makes me wonder who's still using MySpace. Does that does exist? MySpace still exist? I believe it does. Huh. It's kind of weird. We're in a chat right now. I got Regardless. upset realizing that only like two years ago or so I forgot my ICQ number and it was very low and I will never get it back. What's that? Oh no. Oh no, chat. I don't know what that is. Oh no, I'm surrounded by Somas who don't know what ICQ is. Does well, anyone I know, know what, ICQ chat is? what ICQ is? I know what ICQ okay. is. No idea. Couldn't tell you. I didn't use it extensively. It was slightly a little bit before my time, but what was it? It was right, right on the cusp. It would have got five-digit, five-digit uh, ICQ number. I think it started with one two, one two zero, and then something. Um, but yeah, I, ICQ was basically before MSM. AOL. Oh, okay. Oh, I, yeah. I was a, I was yeah, an MSM I think this was... instant messenger baby. I've never heard of this sure. like ever. I used to play Damn. that Minesweeper game with yeah. uh, girls in my grade in middle school. Mm, Flirted up and recommend Minesweeper at the same time. Nice. I. What was it? Oh, we, I, on MSM, I played um, Minesweeper uh, competitive against oh a... Oh my god, of course you would. You okay, would. There's, a, there's a guy called Muldron. And Muldron used to be a warrior, like European champion in World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And he later became this Diablo uh, slash uh, triathlon YouTuber. Pretty big, actually. Pretty big name in, in the gaming community then took some time to finish his masters but i remember we um we used <laughs> to play to each, against each other and there was like a lot of the time in minesweeper competitive there's like a 50 50 chance on, yeah. on the probabilities and for some weird reason my brain had like understood what the patterns were in which the msm minesweeper uh would put around the bombs and my hit rate for these 50-50s were like upwards of 80%. I couldn't tell you actively what I recognized, but under, after like probably 200 hours of this game, I somehow understood like just like visually looking at the pattern, yep. sort of like when you are in Diablo and you're doing like runs and there's mm. procedurally generated maps. It's just like, wait, this is this pattern, this pattern. That means the exit is here, right? 
That used to be the case in Diablo 2 anyway. Yeah, it was. And this guy used to be so upset at me for getting the pattern repeatedly right because I never told him there was uh, a pattern. He just thought I was stupidly lucky. Exactly. And that is that is the elevator explanation from a German on what yeah. luck is. No, it's pattern recognition. No, and no pattern. That's your brain trying to justify something that is injustifiable. No, Ooh. I'm pretty sure. I you didn't see anything. Ooh. You're just lucky. Ooh. Is that is are you the Reddit commenter that says the I can't he gets, predict the, more the games? The sure he is that he knows something he doesn't. I like this. Unless unless Joe you've got scrim YouTube results. You, Joe is the YouTube YouTube comment guy that tells me I can't predict stuff. Unless you've got scrim results from a hundred thousand <laughs> different competitive MSN Minecraft games or Minesweeper games, whatever the heck you confangled kids are playing these days. I'm gonna say that's a load of shit. See, Muldron. Here's the thing: is we yeah. we could never fact check him anyway, so we just have to take him at his no. word. Exactly. It's not like he kept I'm saying stats. Is, I'm sure Muldron would put his word is colorful. I believe you won these games. I just don't really care for the explanation. I just think you were a little lucky. You were just very lucky. All you right, should have played so, the lottery. Um, you wouldn't be here. Krong, 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 yeah. Krong, rookie of the year. Good candidate. Ooh. Sleeper candidate. If he keeps going, now yeah, that maybe. The, now that they've got a, a monthly tournament under their belt, mm. you like that segue, by the way, chat? It's called just sometimes don't even segue. You just just go. I like to just give Gisco a little bit of whiplash. Sometimes his brain like literally splits in two, and it's fun to watch. So, <laughs> uh, so Krong. I I think Krong on the ballot. I think he he's got to be. I don't think he'll win. And it's not for lack of skill. And it's because at some point it's a popularity contest. And I think Flex Tank is criminally still in Overwatch's fourth, fifth year, depending on when you when you joined. If it was just in the Overwatch League, we're on year three. Um, still very, very underrated. Not Not something that gets a lot of love. Kind of quietly forgotten, but definitely a cornerstone of each team. Um, you don't normally have a bad off tank on a good team. Usually a good indicator of how, how decent a team is doing is, is their off, if they're flex tank, off tank, whatever you want to call them. Um, performing or doing well, or are they good? Um, yeah, I, I think Krong has to be on that ballot. I don't think he's going to win, though. At some so. point, we got to have the discussion how Korean players, for some inexplicable reason, have the absolute best names ever in esports. So good. It's dumb. It's actually nuts. Like, reliably, mm. just like... Who comes what do you up like about Krong? Just, I mean, the zero we can talk about, but the mm. sound is just like... It looks like a ring to me. What? The zero kind of reminds me of like a ring. And I know you're just okay, like now you're over fetching. the moon. Oh, come on. <laughs> you, you see, this is, this is, there I see the minefield pattern that you try to drag me in. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, Krong is a nuts name. Honestly, mm. Jesha is pro a pretty nuts name. Yeah. Um, if you think of the, the StarCraft player of, players of old, even like 1J Lee, even though that's literally that's his name, name is sick. Um, then, uh, what's it? Uh, um, Savior is a nice name. Um, the name is nice, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, 
You want to hear a piece of trivia? There you go. Let's go. What was Jesher's name in League of Legends? Answer. Answer. Corn. Really? Name was Corn. Yes. Maybe that's what Corn was going for. Thought he was maybe. going Corn. Maybe. Yep. Played for uh, a Japanese team. 2016 to 2017. What was? You know? What's Crown? Like seemingly, I don't crown? know why, yeah. but Crown is also a sick name. Sick? Yeah. I like Faker. Faker is nice. Yeah. Oh, Mad Life, dude. Yep. 100%. Yeah, Koreans got got a lot of they they know how to pick them. They got they got some they got some good ones. The US on the other hand, not so much. Not so much. No, for, for a lot the of US, cringy like, forum titles. Let's, let's, let's power <laughs> we should do a power ranking <laughs> names in America and in Yeah, Asia. we'd lose. We the West would lose. Yeah. The West would lose. So who's got who's got the best in the United States? Moth is kind of cool. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what, like, maybe it's also who, who comes up with the name because the expectation of finding like a word is different. Space. Uh, cool? I, I think this would, space isn't bad. Space is not bad at all. Yeah. Rob Dab. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. Show. Chat gets it. Chats is like Rob Dab and, you know, Cool Man 69. Yeah. Cool, cool Man 69. Yeah, yeah. It's not like something, it's not like a band name where it's like the, the, the cliche, like naming. Uh, system around like naming a band is like you have to like be able to hear it being announced on stage and it's like yeah. now entering the the arena cool match 69 and the crowd goes no it's yeah it's just kind of lame but if you say faker if you say flash granted i think those names carry a lot of weight to them but even yeah. even if you don't understand it you're like oh it's just like that it's punchy it's just one syllable i think cruise is kind of cool cruise. not bad not bad i like it super is pretty cool yeah, a little, a little underwhelming, but not bad. I don't hate it. Thoughts on uh, num Numlocked? If it's long, but I don't dislike it. Like I, I actually really like Shuffle. I like. I like it. It doesn't mean something. You can kind of place your own meaning on it, as yeah. as the individual. I like that a lot. It's not just like a name or it's not just like a noun. Um, yeah. Creativity Ali, Ali there. Vote. Like you, you put some plot into it. Uh, less good. That's good. I think yeah. a lot of Europe, European names probably come from like a word in another language that I just don't like get. Yeah, there's but just not nearly maybe. as good good like names even even like looking like let me throw like throw some like cs names at him just got like forest not bad for yeah i like for forest get right is also sort of weird get right, right. Isn't it? it's not again like i KS. associate that with weight but like in john's brain like what is somebody who like and again like maybe i'm completely wrong maybe you know who these people are but like what, what do you think of these names? Granted, I don't know why we're on names right yeah. now, but we are. Because <laughs> we can. The, the, the interesting thing is, like, you know which pro player actually brought me to esports? 
And that's huh. a name nobody will remember. I'm sure nobody in chat will remember. But there was a German opera, opera very like uh -huh. must have been like literally like 1.1, 1 1.3. 1 <laughs> and his name was Johnny R. And he was a legend in the scene. Like he was a, an absolutely sick opera. And Johnny R, I'm pretty sure Johnny R is basically the name theme for Kenny S, if yeah. you think about it. Um, and yeah, I remember running across the school and when anything good happened, I felt, I screamed out that I felt like Johnny R in the EPS or whatever, in the ESL Pro series. <laughs> this is how cringy I was. But um, yeah, but, like some names, for instance, Flash doesn't strike me particularly well, be mainly because that was my first nickname. <laughs> With a with a dollar sign as an S. Oh, no. It's, different time. Different time. Different yeah. time. It's really interesting. Like, I, I wish that we could do, I would want to do like a blind study where you see somebody's name and then you have to guess how good you think they are at the game based on their name. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's going to, there's because, so like, many like. Johnny R, like for me, like, you know, marketing, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, what do I want to mm. see on merch? What do I think would sell on a jersey? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Johnny R, and like, no, it's a bad name. It's Johnny Rockets. You can go down to Johnny Rockets down there, get a milkshake. <laughs> like, no, we're that's <laughs> no. Uh, but like because they are so like I, I think Dr. Disrespect is a really dumb name. It is. Yeah. But like you don't need a perfect Tim it's the Tatman is probably even worse. But yeah. it's like uh, at, at some point you hit this point where it becomes so ubiquitous that it's it's such a it's again like you can never rebrand that you can never change that and it's mm. the best name in the world um he's not even also really like doctor. mendo by the way men menoxe and yep. nobody actually no. pronounced it that way no. everyone was no. like mendo Krisai. how weeb <laughs> and now mendo mendo sounds awesome i like mendo yeah but why do you why no. do you think Mendo Kusai is spelled the other way? No, Mendokse, which is isn't it like okay, here's your Japanese class. Isn't that just troublesome and like yeah. what it means? I so I need to I don't I don't just have sure. based on how it's spelled in Mendo the Roman if you, if they're spelling it using Romanji, mm -hmm. it would be spelled with the way that I've seen it spell, it would it's pronounced yeah. Mendo Kusai. Mm -hmm. S A I I would be. I think it's just the accent that you put on that changes it a little bit. But yes, but I have to. Sound, I have to look at the. I haven't looked at like the katakana or. Yeah, I um, really realistically only knew it from uh, uh, FMA, where like one of the characters. Oh you know, really? Like, yeah, you have like uh, you know the all these um, these different like deadly sins. These monsters mm -hmm. that are out, named after him, and one of them is sl Sloth, and he says nothing else. Oh, see, I associate that with like Shikamaru from Naruto, because that's his catchphrase. Oh yeah, yeah, true. Uh, everything's also. troublesome. Uh, I'm in the Kasai. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nice no, but nicknames are actually really. That's always why I, like, I hated that we wanted to standardize uh, capitalization. Because in a, in a sense, I feel like that really adds to the flair of a name. Like Scream, yeah. for instance. Take the name Scream. 
Without the mm. capital M, it just sounds like, oh yeah, that kid looked at like... Yeah, there's uh, a flair to movie. it. Yeah. Um, like SOS. The, if you don't have those capital O, I think it looks very different. Just aesthetically pleasing. Um, Linksa looks a lot better when... Uh, when you capitalize the letters that links it us. Yeah, but then but then you get like Team Envious, like pre-rebrand. And that was just lowercase N to, 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 uh, capital V as a short like clan every tag. Other. I, really liked it. I like the clan tag. I think you could keep the clan tag personalized, but capital E, lowercase N, every other capital, it just looks oh, that, yeah, okay. amateurish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and that. I'm glad it's just Team Envy now, and it's like, ah, nice. Inked. Yeah, doesn't have the same flair, but I would have honestly liked to stay with esports capital S. It just felt better at the time, but now I'm hot take, hot take, like lowercase uh, e capital S yeah. or capital yeah. E capital S. No, uh, lowercase e, e capital S. I wouldn't have b thrown any bows if that's the way it was or stayed. But, so it's yeah. not a hyphen. I mean, it's, it, it was so... At the time that was decided, I felt like iPad, iPhone, yeah. that was sort of like already entering well, like our... e-commerce was already like... Mm -hmm. e, it was like the E was just like, it's the lowercase electronic version of whatever you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I, I think that there's at least logical things there. I want to go back to one more thing because we yeah. got mm. to get out of here really soon. Uh, yeah. It's getting long. <laughs> Uh, Yiska, you posted the twit longer from Sure4. Yes. Do you want to talk about it today or you want to hold it till Monday? Um, how much longer do we have? How long do you think it's going to take? Five to ten minutes. Oh, oh yeah, we got time. Okay. That, that actually means 20 to 30 chat. So just so you know, we're going to be here sure, for a while. Standard time. True. Uh, Sure4 posted a, uh, a twit longer about, um, Effective HP. Yeah. Uh, lay, lay it on us. Lay it so on us. basically, it us, the idea, and I, I don't like, I, I don't remember if he brought it up, but basically, the idea is that effective HP is the HP that you can expect to gain over, or like the the actual health or damage you need to deal in order for someone to die. And while mm. IOE healing and healing direct healing is going out. The effective healing uh, goes up. Now, the specific part I think that wasn't talked about was armor. I think which has a very big contribution towards effective HP, how it works in Overwatch as well, um, it, it, because it acts as a buffer so well. So, like, just brick pags really increased effective HP because not only does it require you to kill more, it also in that way allows for instance breaking points of healing to come in so let's say you needed and that's not an accurate like i don't know the numbers how they pan out but let's say you mm. needed three th swings with genji to kill someone and now with an armor pack you need four that means the ana can probably get uh, at least one sh more shot in and possibly two but depending on her breaking points so um with all that massive healing and uh, flying around only burst DPS really makes sense. Um, because, like, I, I asked Eden, and I, if people are interested, like, he, he sent me the link once again. He had a, an article which basically almost academically outlines um, the effective damage theory. 
Now, if you think about it, just doing a lot of damage in Overwatch doesn't actually get uh, no, to accomplish much unless yeah. you kill someone or you alter their behavior and suppress them in some way. Mm. So if you deal damage, you don't kill him, but this person cannot go on dealing full damage, but has to retreat and gain uh, life. You gained a like you gained a minor advantage in that, right? If you can just DPS through it and you don't alter his um, his behavior whatsoever, and he's just stomping on you, it virtually doesn't matter if you have a soldier firing against you, for instance, uh, if he's being constantly buffed and the time resources that the supports would have taken otherwise would have just been idle, for instance, right? So uh, the conclusion that uh, Shofford drew, and I hope I do it justice, is basically that because Effective HP went through the roof pretty much with mm -hmm. new healers coming in, and if we, especially like I, I thought he drew a very interesting contrast from early Overwatch, which was mm -hmm. with what did we start? Mercy, we started with Lucio, we started with, uh, what's the last support? Zen, right? Yep. Um, those were pretty low healing supports. Or, mm -hmm. like, in, in terms of raw healing numbers or effective healing numbers, right? Then you add healers like, um, like for instance, uh -huh. Baptiste is the worst at this. Yeah. Because Bab is like a completely different dimension to effective health. You're, uh, you're saying like, at, sometimes your high HPS matters, but sometimes when you have drone, you're, we're now entering a new dimension where the effective damage of your dr drone therefore then also helps uh, destroy certain breaking points of damage and mm. if timed well and whatnot, right? For instance, for, I don't know, like another cooldown to come up. And if we're looking at the effective healing supports, like the supports that are currently being played, we are running pretty high healing overall. We're not running, like at certain points, we were running like the, the basically the healing bot Moira for a good chunk of time. So how do you actually kill people? Well, you got to burst. You cannot like feasibly out sustain because what happens, let's, let's say damage dealers, it's like soldier, deal just like 10 HP, uh, 10 damage more per second than the healer's deal. Even in that case, think of how long it takes for a 200 HP target to drop. That's 20 seconds it takes. So what do you do? The soldier then just is minorly suppressed, really isn't that hard much, and uh, or the target of the soldier, my bad, mm. and can just do whatever the target wants, and then retreats briefly, gets like brought up to full once again, or gets droned or whatever. So, yep. like, if your if your effective damage is only that much low, uh, higher, no, just a tiny bit over the effective feeling, then fights are really drawn out, and it comes down to many different decisions over a length of of time, right? Like whoever makes the most Good decisions eventually will get the upper hand. If you, if it all is about burst damage and high, like then it's you make one tiny mistake and that can kill your your entire team, right? And that is arguably not a satisfying set of affairs, is what is argued. Or 
even if you don't want to make a value judgment, most definitely shape the way the game feels in terms of the pacing, in terms of like what you're doing as a damage dealer, in terms of what you're doing as a support. So I thought that was a very, um, very good observation. And mm -hmm. for some clarity, I would, I would, uh, um, maybe I'll, I'll edit in the YouTube comments. I'll, we'll put it on the, uh, the, the like Eden's framing of the issue because he, he made a very good academic case. And I, I remember a lot of yeah. people that were also involved in stuff stats mm. to really have liked it. So yeah, if you're interested, check out the YouTube comments. Boom. So what do you want? <laughs> do, do you, do you think this is a problem, Joe? Yeah. I would say so. I think um, as you're kind of explaining it, I would reframe it a lot of the same ways that like card games reframe things where like you you reword the text to what it actually does. Right. Instead of like the jargon of like, oh, draw X amount of cards that have, you know, this color or whatever. Um, just saying that immortality field can give X amount of people 200 health or infinite health if you want to even reword it that way. Um, or or you know, saying armor, you know, just gives you an extra 150 health. Like, then it helps to kind of like take it step stepping back to like really understand like why it's kind of annoying or like why it's like busted on top of like all the healing that we're doing. So like, yeah, I think it's a massive problem. Um, I also think that like the shields are like a massive problem as well. Like, I think the idea of suppression probably is correlated to like shields in general. And I don't think anybody in this game like enjoys shooting shields. So it's, it's that balancing act between like MOBA FPS. What do they want it to be? They don't know. So here we are. We have a mortality field. We have armor. We have shields. That's Overwatch. I don't know. It's not a bad thing. It just is, right? Yeah. And I feel like there's definitely similarities to how that went. Like, I feel like we had a very, very similar issue in w Arena for a long time where mm. matches like you could have very bursty comps that almost ended arenas every single time under five minutes. Yeah, the ones that you played, right? Yeah, Mister? like the yeah, like the prop paladin ones that you shame me constantly for being aggressive, and you're just a little cheese lord. Okay, well, I continue, mean, continue. I definitely a little context for the chat as a major, but <laughs> um, the um, so there was always like a case where there were like super bursty comps that felt cheap, then there were medium comps that really required a lot of setup and really a lot of cooldown knowledge and like understanding which cooldowns to draw out when how when mm -hmm. where and those were like you know the rogue mage priest comps they were generally yeah, considered very like controlly a, very slow very nyxl like to kind of bring it back to overwatch but they also had bursts but they had to well coordinate bursts with yeah. cooldowns and everything so it was generally considered pretty skilled it's usually when um when a melee, a spell caster, and a healer came together. And there were exceptions because I think for, for a while, like Warlock, uh, Warlock Warrior, um, oh. Shaman, Druid back in the day, okay. were like yeah. super, super strong. And the only real, real win condition was like an RNG thing, which was called uh, either May Stun or yeah. like a. Um, yeah, May Stun was stupid. But. <laughs> Mace and then there were the matches where people played double healer hunter, where it was all about mana draining. Those were lame. Mm -hmm. Then there were spellcaster duels that went 45 minutes, and whoever did more damaged won. That was complete snooze fest. And I yeah. feel like we're we're also like 
we currently like move we're accelerating towards a point where the damage numbers can no longer keep up keep up and at some point we got a stat squish in some some uh yep. way Overwatch it's like, mm. sorry what <laughs> yeah i don't think so like i hope like, but like you want to make more and more exciting characters right that's like you want to mm. introduce new heroes that you knew different things and um as you stack the those utilities and let's be honest almost every single new character or the more recent the new character the more of a you know like a swiss army knife they become mm. so um damage numbers go up healing numbers go up you have like immortality fields f flying around stuff yeah. so at some point we got to normalize again and maybe look at the Oh, big word. Qualia of what it was like, the feeling, the suchness, if you want, of what Overwatch felt like um, when we first launched, and try to design to that, because that was the critically acclaimed game that we all learned to love in 2016. Mm. And I'm not even saying I'm not having fun with the current meta game, because I pretty much enjoyed Genji and whatnot. Yeah. But I definitely can see how. Um, it feels less satisfying, especially for like top tier players, where it's like there's three big decisions that determine a fight instead of 30 different smaller decisions that yeah. cumulatively just come up with a better decisions maker over a more uh, like less gambly duration. I right. think the, the biggest game that supports that, I feel like, is probably shock philly before the playoffs of last week right shock philly ons just like punishes you for not playing an airtight game if you don't have an airtight game and somebody's popping that hard you just die there's not there's not amount of effective health this that the other thing you just lose there's very little going on in it you peak once you die fight's over next you peak once you die fight over next yeah. Not a ton of nuance to it. It's just in the most like elevator explanation, you clicked heads. Mm -hmm. That's that's what won you the game. And like this, unless we want this, unless Blizzard wants that to be this game, okay, that's fine. But it doesn't seem that way based on like the the design philosophy that we've gotten so far. So it's it is I I agree in the short term. And it's it's also challenging term. because you're not just balancing against the real state of affairs of balance you're also mm. balancing against player skill sure and it's very possible that the way we played overwatch if we got our hands on it with the with the core concepts that we learned over the last three or four years that this game would also be very like, like a lot quicker based on that um but oh yeah much less messy yeah, that, that's why you got to focus on the experience of what the vast majority of people enjoyed and described Overwatch as and really look yeah. back at how, how it feels to play, like, over, uh, play Overwatch in 2016 and then try to design around that in a way. Because mm -hmm. I think like, if this game wants to, be, it wants to come back, it probably has to find that sweet spot again. It's not like this game has objectively like, gotten no, worse or all. anything. It's it's like it's well, always contextual to the player base you have and to the like average player skill 
or like the concepts are flying around at all levels mm. that you then have to design around. And for, unfortunately, sometimes there are realistically like games who just break at the top of skill eventually. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, like, and, and then you also get so far away from new players, like, you almost don't enjoy getting into like any of these super complex games, right? Down, like, if, I don't know, like, Dota has been pretty daunting. Um, like, I think for the, all the, the slack that it gets, or hate that it gets, I think League definitely has, has kind of been the exception to that rule where it is just like ever changing new characters, new, new map, or change to the map rather, uh, change to like the nuance of the map. And it's, it seems to continue to do well and like it seems daunting but like it's very accessible for way ways kind of unseen so i don't know if like that could be an interesting case study to like simplify the game in a way and then make it accessible make it very accessible for somebody to jump in and be like here you go this is the thing you do go do it and that's kind of like my been been my idealistic world of overwatch where it's just like let's just simplify everything down not all these game modes not all these you know different uh just just simplifying it giving it some structure so it isn't just like well what's this map i've never played this map like what what is this game mode like what are the rules here like what are we i don't know what we're supposed to be doing like i just want to kill i just want to shoot people and most of the time you're not shooting people you're shooting shields and other things but neither here nor there yeah and it's like there's daunting experiences right like Mm. i just talked with coworkers about the fact that i've never been to starbucks and the reason for that is yeah. very easy. Yeah. I don't want to feel stupid. Yep. I don't want to be told uh, one big coffee, please. And then they say, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay. We don't have then, those here. Then, then I, then I got to learn a vo- the vocabulary of everything and every, yep. like, of course, yep. that in, in, in its essence, it's absolutely my fault for being a wussy about it and not like mm. just falling into it and wanting to me, be mix, mix mistakes because it's coffee and they invented some words and it really doesn't matter ultimately and I really should get it and then decide that it's probably overpriced garbage but the the underlying thing is like this is for the vast vast majority of people this is entertainment and they want to be, be felt, made felt special and or entertained and not have to climb the hurdle of like you know, getting over it and having to learn all these core concepts and mm-hmm. being screamed at while doing so. And also being confronted with all the other reasons for toxicity in Overwatch. Sure. And that's why the, it's, it's not even just that um, new games have an appeal because of novelty. It is because sure. everyone starts at zero and yes. just has this feeling of like... Yep. Um, okay, we're starting from zero and we're all learning, even if there are like super cracks down the line. Like that was the best part about uh, this revamp of Reign of Chaos coming out. Because I can tell you, mm. we tried the old um, w- w- Warcraft 3 um, game mode and every single game we came in, we would have lost if this one player, the opponent that we got would have controlled three armies at once. We would have lost every three v three because yeah. they were just so cracked, right? Now it's like a lot more newer players. The matchmaking is more enjoyable. They're like the core concepts that we remembered kind of translated. We could learn at the speed of with everyone else. Nothing was too overwhelming. Um, and like, if you look at the the character designs, like 
Screw a mercy hater, dude. Like that hero is very healthy for a competitive. Yes, title. you need those heroes. You need those heroes. I think maybe the abilities could be drawn into question, but I think the heroes that are like very eloquently simple. Your Garens, right? For I, League of Legends fans, your snipers for Dota, just simple. Also, none of you who who throw a hissy fit is as good as uh, Evelto no. at that hero. No. Zero people that bemoan that hero are as good. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Annie, another one for League of Legends fans. Again, yeah. you can you can climb to GM if you want. You can get to the top. Here's the ladder. You don't want to do it, though. Big philosophical discussion that I have with a lot of people. It's just like, you, you know what you have to do. You just don't want to do it because it's fun to do other things. But it's completely uh, against what you're telling me. You're telling me you want to get better. This is how I think you should get better. Again, opinion, but regardless. Yeah. Very simple things are good. Yep. <laughs> we got that. I called it, though, by the way. Was 18, it 30 minutes? 18 minutes. Hey. Yeah, no. it's not too bad. Iska said not 5 20. to 10. Yeah. It's true. It's true. 1820. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Here we are. End of the show. Shit, thanks for hanging out. Oh, man, I'm so... Deep breath. Sore. And angry. No, I'm just sore. Uh, constantly in a state of anxiety. Uh, thanks, everybody, for hanging out today. Um, big mm. thank you to our patron producers. Battle Crab Pin, Lotion, Charlie L, Audio Compass, Porkchop, Sammy, Kasha67, Coochie Copy, Sharp, Picasso, Nathan, Your Misery, Hunter Tain, Refi Bean, Rex Zane, Roger B, Fabled Steven, Owen, Chris, R3444, Yiska is holding me hostage. Please send help. I'm under Yiska's desk. Please send help. Yiska says, Fisher's Fritch of Fish of Fish of Fish. <clears throat> We're just going to purposely get. Is that the. Is it, should we make that a running gag? Or are we just. Mis, mispronounce the. The time coaster? No, no worries. I'll I'll teach John until the next podcast the Wim Hof method uh, of uh -huh. like Fritcher, Fisher, 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 Fisher. Right. <laughs> you know, there's there's this guy that uh, no, basically hyperventilates and claims to get uh, health benefits out, out of it by. Oh really? Yeah. And like, uh -huh. and there's apparently some scientific research. I never looked into the legitimacy of that. Long story short, there's a guy that loves to jump into ice cold water and cl uh, climb high mountains without gear. So there probably is something to it. And it would probably help you to just hyperventilate before you start talking. So you get through it and then fall unconscious. Mm. I know that there are some people who induce hyperventilation. Um, like, um, I saw this was on Reddit this last week, uh, but the guy like um, in, oh my God, uh, Mission Impossible, the most recent one, where the guy is like he, they're about to go underwater and is he's, he's about to have his thing capsize and so he's got a little bit of time to get oxygen left. He forces himself to hyperventilate before he goes underwater so he can get the maximum lung mm -hmm. expansion possible. Yeah, it was one of those. I think like movie details is one of the subreddit. Yep. Say study mm. up. You will need it for next time. We'll see, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think that one of these one of these patron producers is, is a duplicate of another patron producer who just for one month is doing it twice. So I don't I don't think that these are staying, staying around for a while. But 
Appreciate it. We enjoy it. the commitment Regardless. to the joke. We enjoy the commitment to the joke. If you like the show, yes. want to support, go to patreon.com slash tactical crouch. Thank you to our newest patron. Yiska says Fisher's Fritcha fished Frisha fish. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh so much for supporting the show. Patreon.com slash tactical crouch. We got some new subs, Yiska, don't we? We do. Um can I get them in one breath? Let's see, because I always okay. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, Make sure no, you're on the right episode. Yeah, yeah, I am, but the five gifted are not from no. Filament, right? Oh, they are. Really? Pretty Did sure. I look wrong? Wait, let me... I'm thinking me... so. Uh, we had no, two people a... gift five yeah. subs. Ah, that's why. Okay, so mm. thanks for the five. Uh, Fire Element, friend of the show, uh, also yes. visitor of the... Um, of the game nights, rap god himself, and appearing cloud nine, which didn't see nine from this payload. So thank you very much. It's true. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Got the jeez, Yiska. Man, I love you. I love you so much. <laughs> I don't know what my week would be without your impeccable uh, sense of totally humor. Totally sane. Bro, yeah. totally sane. Look, like we all know this isn't my sense of humor. It's just whatever my filter allows to seep through. Oh, so we can all still have jobs sense of humor. after this. True. No, that's true. I think that's mostly true. That's that's fair. Uh no new five-star iTunes reviews this week, but if you want to support the show, there's two great ways to do it for free. Uh watch the show live Monday, Wednesday, Friday at noon. Or uh, that's switch.tv slash kick tripod or um, leave a five-star iTunes review on iTunes in whatever country you're in and we will thank you on the show. Other than that, uh, Joe, shout out for the week. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on all the socials uh, at the usual place. That's at Volamel, B-O-L-A-M-E-L. Uh, this week going to be very Valorant focused. Um, news on that incoming. And then, um, yeah, just kind of chilling. Big chilling. Watch is Valorant. Excited to get back into some Overwatch League stuff um, and enjoying uh, re rediscovering my inner weeb. So if you have any uh, Animu recommendations, holla at your boy. Word up. All right, Yeska, what about you, man? Shout out to the week. Where can people find you? Um, I hope. I have a dope feature. It's and it's like high effort. I don't know if I want uh, if I can get to it this week. It also is not entirely on me. We'll see. We'll talk about a special person and put a little bit of effort into the research and whatnot and into the dimensions this piece will take because I think that person is worth it. Um, other than that, a lot of Valorant content also from me this week. Uh, I also like. It all depends how my time management goes this week, but hopefully also a preview piece on Friday. Um, and then fingers crossed, crossed, crossed. Uh, I hope that Valorant on Wednesday goes very, very quick. So maybe I can jump on and we got to talk about it if, if it's worth, like if you're half an hour in or an hour in, if, if it's worth for me to just yes. jump in, if, if that's doable. Yes. 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 Okay. All the stuff ready. Uh, cool. Um, as for me, uh, you can find me everywhere at Kick Tripod, Twitch, Twitter, and uh, YouTube.com slash John Horstman right now, but it's going to be changing over to Kick Tripod here soon. 
Uh, yep, that's going to do it for us, chat. Thanks for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Hope you had fun. We will see you on Wednesday for our preview episode with Reinforce. Until then, be good. Wear a mask. If you can. Bye.